and welcome to uh, this week's episode of Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This is episode 21, and we are going to be going over uh, Mother's Day. Now, I know it was a few weeks ago, but uh, we have to stop and give some love to our moms mm. and um, just uh, go through that message a little bit about how important that is uh, in our lives and through Scripture. And a lot of people don't understand that. It's a difficult day to kind of be a part of um, in the church because we do understand that uh, not everybody maybe grew up in a good relationship with their mother mm-hmm. or uh, had a mother present in their lives. But I believe as we grow in our faith that we can start to see that if, if not our physical mother, that there have been spiritual mothers along the way to help direct and lead us. Uh, and so I always want to take credit and, and time to make sure that that is, is known. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those things to where... Um, being involved in the church for, for most of my life, anytime we get to Mother's Day, besides my, my own mom, and, and, and blessed to have a phenomenal relationship with my mom throughout all these years and, and things and still have a great relationship with her. Um, but I can think of at least a handful of women that played a huge part and role in my faith and who I am now and, and poured into me even whenever I was crazy and acting up and all that type of stuff and, and really made a difference in my life. Absolutely. And I hope that we can stop and think about that and really look about the power of that type of relationship, that type of love that's given. Even if you're a woman out there who doesn't have children of your own, your influence impacts so many. And that's what I really loved about when I was researching the the way that Mother's Day began. Um, Anna Jarvis is kind of known for that, but her mother, Mama Jarvis, uh, was a really integral part of that because she wanted Mother's Day because of what her mother had done and what she had seen in her. But uh, it started out as kind of like a mother's friendship day because it was during the Civil War and, and she didn't wasn't worried about sides. She was worried about uh, the people. And so she cared for wounded soldiers no matter uh, what side of the war that they were on. Uh, That didn't matter. What mattered was uh, that she cared for them. And I think that's just a beautiful illustration of what Mother's Day is really about and the impact of it uh, and the way that we should maybe look at things. We take sides really quick. Even in the church today, uh, we take sides. And uh, a mother has a some a bigger picture sort of say mm. in mind mm. definitely it's one of those things to where i was having this discussion the other day with uh a mother about you know it's it's interesting and and that they have a couple of kids that are right around the same age and said we've mothered them exactly the same but yet here they are and they have their own different personalities and they have have turned out a little bit different and things like that And that's one of those things to where I think it's important. And and you bringing up that story of kind of how Mother's Day started is like every time we look at someone, we need to realize that someone's child, whether it's our own child, whether it's someone else's child. And if there's an instance where that mother can't be involved at that point or something like that, there's an opportunity. And so many women step up on a regular basis to mother those kids, mother children that are not biologically theirs 
but they still have a spiritual and emotional connection with those each and every kid. Now, now being men, we can't pretend to understand exactly no. what a mother feels and deals with and goes. But uh, I'm like you. I'm blessed to have a mother who who showed me uh, a lot of things in life and what was wrong and what was right and how to care. Uh, and uh, but don't let that fool you. You know, uh, the mama sledgehammer is real. <laughs> you know, and you get on the wrong side of that. Uh, some of my favorite stories of thinking about my mom is is um, when she she would take up for me maybe when nobody else would. I wasn't an academic scholar, uh, sort of say in school. In, in fact, I was just like I just want to get by. I you know whatever gets me through the next phase is good enough. It wasn't until much later on in life I started taking academics a little bit more seriously. But my mom even through that step would always uh, encourage and you know be a you know a person who was just there for me mm. uh even when um, other people doubted my abilities she was an advocate for me and so uh that is is something that i always think about and always remember um you know growing up and i see how my wife treats our children and she's incredible and it's it's sad that so often children don't see it too much later on in life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And by that time, their moms are like, well, I just did what I was supposed to do. And, and we don't give credit enough to the sacrifice. I mean, literally, the sacrifice emotionally, physically, financially uh, that, that moms give up. Now, dads, if you're thinking, why, why am I listening to this? Oh, you know, this is you're going to get yours. You know, listen, it's coming up. But, you know, we, we can't deny the, the power of moms and lives. Yeah, and, and as the dads listening and, and a couple of dads here talking about this topic right here is I think so often we overlook what our wives do in pouring into our families in ways that sometimes we, we miss. Absolutely. And um, it's such a big role that, that, that mothers play in, in so many different areas and, and being able to, you know, as men, we're not natural nurturers. We don't tend to <laughs> nurture extremely well, but but uh, my mom always been a great nurturer for for us and and my wife. I see it on a regular basis, nurturing our kids and and times when you know they don't necessarily need um, somebody fussing at them for overreacting, but instead a, a shoulder to lean on. And and so often we miss that sometimes as men and and don't realize the importance of that. But a uh, Watching mothers mother, to me, is a beautiful thing. It is. It's a difficult thing, though. Oh, yeah. Because they carry a lot of the pain mm -hmm. with, with them in situations where I, I just have a tendency, oh, yeah, <laughs> you don't like it. Okay, that's yeah. tough. You know, they will carry that with them so often. And it's just, uh, it's amazing. It, it really, really is. And if you're listening and you're thinking, Man, they're just they're just trying to get some extra brownie points. Our wives don't listen to us. They hear us all the time. So that's not the case. We just really want to bring some clarity uh, in situations. So uh, if you are a husband listening to this, do yourself a favor. Or, I mean, you don't have to be a husband. You know, send your mom some flowers and, and, and do it today and just say, Happy Mother's Day. Um, you know, and don't, don't have a reason. Don't just, just go out there and step out and do that. And if, if you're like, man, 
I, it cost a lot of money to drive to the gas station or <laughs> to the to the flower <laughs> shop, you know, or whatever. You know, we'll go outside and pick some, and and you know, just do something. Send a text. Say say I love you. Thanks for just always caring, and that makes a big. Uh, difference and Chris, gosh, that's a big intro. Will you pray for us as we kind of yeah. look at some of the scripture that surrounded uh, the message for this week? S- certainly, let's let's pray together. God, we thank you for a time to come together and to uh, celebrate the mothers that are in our lives, and uh, so many of them that have poured into me and poured into Chris as well, and and so many others that will be listening, and other people that just pour into us on a regular basis and. And God, celebrating them just one day a year isn't near enough for what they give to us each and every day. Um, And I thank you for for my mom, for my wife, for everything they've done within my life and and pouring into me when I was a kid and and ungrateful for what was being poured into me. And now watching my wife pour into our kids and, and still at times not being thankful enough for the sacrifices they make and the pain that they carry on a daily basis that is so often overlooked. God, we thank you for this time together. And as we move forward with this discussion through the scripture about all of the various moms in our life, God, we say thank you for the blessing that they are to each one of us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before we get into the scripture, just as you were praying, I was just I was nodding, and I'm sure you all saw that uh, on this podcast. But I'm, I'm thinking about the truth of what you're saying, and I mentioned it in the Mother's Day sermon. Is that so often mothers uh, don't give themselves enough credit for their for their superpowers, for their ability to do things, and and they they forget that you know, that they don't have to carry mistakes with them, you know, that, that when Christ went to the cross, you know, it, it just showed us what Romans says that we all fall short to the glory of the Lord. None of us except for him are perfect. And we can't let that dictate who we are on a day-to-day basis. And so for moms out there, maybe you're listening today, maybe it's been a rough uh, day or week or whatever, uh, you know, in, in a stage of your child's life, just keep praying. I think prayer does more than we can ever, ever realize here on this earth. And, you know, seek God in his direction and in, in how you handle situations, uh, in a society where everything's about me. Mm. And, and that's the hiccup is, you know, our children, our work lives, everything is just focused on, on me and, and a mother gives so much mm-hmm. and gets nothing in return. And so as we talk about that, I really like the scripture from second Timothy one. And these are some great verses all through second Timothy. Um, but it, it's, uh, starting with verse three, it says, I thank God whom I serve as did my ancestors with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers day and night, as I remember your tears, I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and then in your mother Eunice, and now I'm sure dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, 
and of love and of self-control. And I know that's that's one thing that my mom tried to do with me and my brother and and my sister. You know, they she tried to fan a flame of of uh, you know of, of love and self-control. And sometimes we we did that, and sometimes we fell very short of that. Um, but the thing that I love in the scripture, and it almost seems hidden to me. As I was going through it and I was praying over it and thinking, oh, is this the right one? There's, there's other scriptures to kind of talk about or maybe go through uh, to look at. You know, the, the thing that really dwelt in me is that this is something that is passed on generational. Mm. And we got to remember that in 2022, that what we do today can impact generation after generation after generation. Because as Timothy is, is writing this letter and as it's going out, it's it's very heartfelt. And he's saying, look, this is this is something that just didn't happen by happenstance. It's happened through generation. Because I first saw it in your grandmother and then in your mother. And now I'm sure because of what I saw in them, it is also in you. And so I, I kind of take this in twofold in realizing that, look, maybe you didn't grow up with a, a mother influence in your life. Maybe uh, you haven't influenced others. But there's a time now that we can start and start to make an impact where people can look back and, and see the influence that is made through generations. And I just, I think we take that for granted because we're only focused on one day at a time quite so often or what the next big thing is. Um, and, and we need to be focused on the future. We need to be focused on day by day. But there's also power in understanding uh, where we've come from and, and what makes us who we are. You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned, because I think you're right, that in that passage, the whole generational thing gets lost a good bit on the importance of, of how you mother pours into how your daughter mothers that pours into how your granddaughter mothers and and those different things kind of pile onto each other and it's funny because you know we were talking about earlier how whenever you're a kid when you're a teenager a lot of times you'll see your mother is overbearing or she's she's digging too much into my life or, you know, why didn't she just leave me alone yeah she can't relate no she can't relate to me she's never been through this she's right, never right. done with any of this and then i hear so often over and over again and usually from uh women that are in their 20s to to 30s or maybe they're ha maybe they don't have kids yet but i've heard it from them or i've heard it from from women that right after they have children it's like oh my goodness i've become my mother and they start to realize a lot of those things they learned as they were kids have come back and were actually, the reason they did them is because they loved them. Instead of just to try to, I don't know, uh, push them away or do it for nagging reasons or something like sure. that. They do it out of love and it's so often we miss those things. Yeah, you can't see what you can't see. Yeah. And uh, we've got a new driver um, in our house, and uh, it's, it's a difficult process to go through. And the more she drives, the more confident she is, which is great. And sometimes 
it's difficult for her to understand why we limit mm. the amount of, of mm. direction or places that she goes in, in this early time of being out on your own and driving by yeah. yourself and and things of that nature. And and what they can't see, I believe, is is far too often the gut wrenching it is for a parent mm. to to know that their child is out there on their own. And to understand that, you know, you can't always see what's around the next corner, mm-hmm. figuratively and literally, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to driving. And so, uh, you know, and I never understood that until I had kids of my own. Yeah. You know, I never, I just thought, hey, my parents are trying to hold me back, you know, hold me down. Uh, and they didn't want me to, to have fun. So that's why these rules were in place. And I like what you say because when we really start to realize it, we carry traits, whether we like it or not, of the way that we grew up. Mm-hmm. And now some of those might be incredible, great traits, and some of them might not be. And we have to analyze that and really seek about what we need to bring out and what we need to cleanse uh, from us generationally. And so, you know, when we can finally get to a point where we're not denying everything, about well, I'm not like my mother. I'm not like my father. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm my own person. No, that, I'm my own. Per- that's 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 a huge falsity, I believe, in a lot of circumstances, because we are we are comprised of all of our experiences mm-hmm. of relationships and people, whether they're good or bad, mm-hmm. that that made us who we are. Now we can't always control that because there'll be. People who make bad decisions, even when they've had all the best nurturing oh, yeah. in the world. But I think on a, a larger view of that, that's just the way life goes. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's it's funny you mentioned that. And, and I'm going to mention this just about, um, you know, for, for my parents, my mom, too, as far as that whole generational thing and stuff like that is, you know, my mom didn't have a great childhood and in a lot of ways she did but at the same time she was um you know she was adopted by her grandmother into that family and and um she's talked about at times how that played a role and how she mothers and and the relationship with her mom now and some different things like that and it seems kind of messed up at times but at the same time yeah, that, that played a role into how she mothered us and, and different things. And, but it didn't, um, it didn't affect it necessarily in a negative way. There were negative situations that happened that at some point, every single one of us, yes, were, while, you know, we're talking about the fact of we're not our own person because we're, influenced by our situations, by our parents, whether they were good or bad. At some point, if you didn't have a positive mother in your life or something like that, you still have to step up and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be different. I'm going to make some changes. And I think that's important for a lot of people to, to understand is you still have to kind of step out in the situations and realize, you know what? I'm going to do this a little bit differently. I'm going to improve on this. Um, I'm going to change this up a bit. And it's okay to do that. And we we can't make excuses for why we act that way because, oh, that was the way I was raised. That's the way I was mothered. And, I, and I've heard that from 
from several different mothers like, well, I don't know how to do that because I wasn't mothered that way. Well, take some time to, to, to train and study to figure out how to do those things. And it's the same thing with dads as well. But Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We'll get to the dads, I mean. <laughs> uh, but uh, so as we went through, we kind of looked at some different traits of mothers. And I think that's, you know, when I was, you know, going through the, the title was a, a mother's influence. Um, and we looked at these different traits of love, loyalty, forgiveness, mm. and encouragement, um, which, you know, again, we understand that this might not be the way that you grew up. And, and so we, we hurt for those situations that are not like that. We are real about that. I don't ever want to cover up something. Uh, I believe we do that too much in the church today, mm. in our world today, where we just, we pretend that everybody had a great experience and, or it's out of sight, out of mind. And, you know, we, we do not want to be that type of church. Um, but as, as a whole, you know, looking through the idea of what a mother is or a mother should be is it encompasses all of these things. And, and me and you have been blessed enough to, to see the truth of that, both in our mothers and in our, uh, wives. Um, and so I, I guess, you know, as we go through Ephesians, uh, which was the second scripture, um, you know, it, it, it ties back to the Old Testament. That's, that's, you know, we're talking about generational things, nothing like the Old Testament, New Testament, tying back to one another. You've probably heard me say this a, a few times. Here's the deal, is that they're not two separate gods in the Bible, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and we sometimes get that feeling of it. Mm-hmm. They connect with one another, and that's how God intended it to be. And so you'll see hints of that. The more and more you study scripture, the more and more you you kind of devote into that, you'll see these connections that tie. So here we have Ephesians 6, let's say uh, Ephesians 6, verse 6, and children obey your parents uh, in the Lord for this is right. Honor your mother, or honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children. Um, to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And I like this um, scripture from Ephesians because it covers so much mm. and it connects to the Old Testament. It connects us to uh, the, the Ten Commandments with a reminder of what we should be doing today. And so, you know, we we have to understand that, that uh, the role of, of a mother, the role of a father is is vital is vital to uh how faith is seen and shown in our world today and here in america i'm you know not shy of saying that you know uh, christianity is definitely on a downslope it's not on and up mm-hmm. um now spirituality might be on and up but there's a significant difference in the term spirituality and christianity and i think a lot of that is that we've gotten away from connecting God in our lives. And so, you know, honor your father and your mother. Uh, this is the first commandment with a promise. Mm. Um, and, and that you may go well and live long in the land. And so I, I just, I think this verse is important to us because it also connects us to, some people will say, well, the Bible says, obey your mother and your father. Absolutely. 
But let's look at that a little bit more uh, in context. It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. In the Lord. You know, we know that not every parent, exactly. not every person is in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's, I'm not trying to find a loophole. I'm not, I'm just trying to bring some reality to misconceptions that we have through scripture. We, um, and we tend to do that when it comes to those relationships with our parents and, um, we, we think to ourselves, cause we'll hear a lot, you know, well, obey your mother and father. And we just leave it at that. We, we stop there, but I think you're right is I think that in the Lord part is a part that we so often overlook of understanding, you know what, this is a thing I should do as a Christian is to obey my parents. This is a thing I should build on in my relationship with them as they grow in the Lord, that I should grow in the Lord and and how I obey them and listen to them. And, you know, does that mean they're always going to make the right decisions if they're doing it based off their faith and following God the way that they should? No, that doesn't mean they're always going to make the right parenting choices or the right uh, choices on, on how to, to lead you or different things like that. But at the same time, they're trying to do it out of the best of their ability through God, if, if they're leading you in that way. And, and um, you know, and, and I, it's funny because I actually taught the kids on Mother's Day this oh, year. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we focused on uh, the commandment of honor your mother and father. And I talked about the fact it's, it's the... T- first commandment that comes with a promise afterwards of you will live long in the land and that it comes along those lines to understand, okay, God isn't just saying this out of, okay, you need to obey them. And then that's it. Well, if you look, you look back to the old Testament, you look to the the followers of God and, and the devout ones who really, and then you look at how, many times that Israelites were displaced mm-hmm. because they were not honoring what they had been taught. Yeah. And so, I mean, there was, this is not just some fear of speech. It is, is quite literal and you will live long in the land, you know? And, and so come on. I, and I, it's funny you say it that way because I kind of picture that, um, uh, the journey the Israelites took across the desert whenever they, um, came out of Egypt as of kind of this thing of, you know, the reason why I'm telling you this stuff, the reason why I'm giving you this on your, your father and mother so you can live long in the land is because you haven't done a good job of doing that. And it's funny because we know it took them 40 years to get from Egypt to the land that was promised to them. And, it, and it's hilarious because if you study today, it's about a nine to 10 day walk. Right. From that place to where the promised land is would take about nine to 10 days to walk it. And a lot of people be like, man, they wandered around for all that time. And, and I see it more so now as a way of, you know, God was trying to give them opportunity after opportunity to honor their parents and honor him the way that they should. Sure. And they kept missing the point. And I think so often we do the same thing as children with our, especially with our mothers too, of, uh, in attempting to honor them, we think we're doing it in order not to get in trouble, in order to not get this consequence, instead of honoring them out a way of showing our love to them. 
Right. And I think kind of a, a today way of maybe a simplified way of, of seeing this is uh, my family likes to go to some theme parks in Orlando. There's, there's a couple there we, we really enjoy. Uh, and, you know, when we go, me and my wife kind of set out a plan and agenda and, and especially when our kids were younger, they're a lot better now, but you know, we'll have this and, and we're like, listen, if you do it, we're going to make sure that you have the most fun possible. But then when we get there, everything that we've set up, the kids are just going crazy, you know, going every which direction. And usually what that leads is to a breakdown. And finally, we just like, well, we're going back to the hotel, <laughs> you know, and, and as, as I've said to my kids and I know others have said, you know, trust me, I want you to have the best experience in the world. And we've thought about this and we've planned this out. And if, if you just trust me, there's going to be, there's going to be the reality of the, the way that you're going to benefit the most. But unfortunately our human sides are like, Ooh, shiny or Ooh, I want this and that. And, and all of a sudden the, the plans that God makes for us in our lives, we just, we start going in our own little paths, own little directions. And, and then we're like, well, where were you God? Mm. He's like, well, I'm, I'm waiting for you to get back on the path, the plan that I intended for you. Mm. And so, um, I'll just wrap this up. You know, I ended with a picture of this little girl uh, putting band-aids on a crack in a sidewalk. Mm. And I just thought about, you know, uh, the word forgiveness. And to me, the word forgiveness was maybe one of the, the most important when it comes to, to what my mom gave me and to what mothers give. And we know as believers that might be the most vital trait that we've ever been given by God mm -hmm. is the ability to be forgiven. And I don't know if anybody's listening and maybe they've had a bad relationship with their parents or bad relationships with the, uh, somebody else in their family. And maybe they haven't talked in a while. You know, if, if we're going to be who God calls us to be, who, who, um, wants to follow this path of, of having our children listen to us, then we need to illustrate those acts that God calls us to do. And forgiveness is right there at the top. Mm. Truth is, is right there with it. But, um, we've got to be able to forgive. And we don't illustrate that enough in our everyday lives. If somebody does us wrong, you know, they're dead to us. We don't want anything to do with them. Or we just want to see them suffer or pain. And, and, a lot of that is we can see that in our culture today and we need something more um, that, that shows what forgiveness really is and acts. And, and when you do have that, you know, our children can start to heal the land in ways we don't see. And that's what I loved about that picture, you know, is a lot of people would just be like, she's just wasting her time. She's wasting material. She, but to her, she's healing wounds. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can't see uh, how that takes place. Yeah, it's, it's, I can tell you of time after time after time that my mom helped to heal wounds in my life that at the time I really thought to myself, oh, she's wasting her time in, in this situation or dealing with me on this or, or that type of stuff. But now I look back, I'm like, 
there's a lot of different things she got me through because she took the time to more or less put band-aids over that crack. Um, just like the little girl was doing with the picture and, and offered me forgiveness. When I look back at it, I'm like, man, I, I, I don't forgive people sometimes for, for things that are way smaller sure. than what I did towards my mom. They cut me off in a parking lot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, I gotta be careful, you know, yeah, it exactly. gets you riled up. But you those know, are the type things. Smite them, you know. It's like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. And um, those are the type things that we do. But yet, time and time again, our moms, both, you know, spiritual moms, both uh, our actual mothers, offer forgiveness to us over and over and over again without a need to have anything in return. Right. And that is something that we are not grateful and thankful for enough within our lives is a forgiveness we're offered from them on a regular basis. Absolutely. So we hope that you've enjoyed this week's leftovers. Now, listen, typically we would do announcements. What's happening? What's going on? We've got so many. We're going to do a small little <laughs> podcast and just label it. What's up? Um, you know, uh, summer happenings. Uh, so you can click on that one to hear about all the different things, dates and stuff, um, and, and get it all in one place. But we're so grateful, uh, for those of you who are listening and asked us where we've been the past couple of weeks as things have been ultra busy. Um, we really love doing this and, and look forward to talking to you guys in the near future. Yep. God bless. We'll see you guys soon.